Good morning, Pensacola. Andrew McKay and the Pensacola Morning News starts right now. If you read the statue clearly, you clearly can understand, as any sane adult can understand what sexual conduct means, and when it's appropriate or inappropriate to read for minors. And I will stress the word minors. There is no definition as young adults. Those are all minors, either that's middle school, either that's high school, or even lower schools as elementary schools. They all minors. And this is inappropriate. Pornographic sexual materials are inappropriate for minors. I want to express my support and appreciation for Santa Rosa County Public Schools. The school board has worked hard to provide an inclusive environment of equality for a diverse staff, staff and students. I know your staff are under great pressure and threats from a political anti-education group. They have called law enforcement on a librarian. They have threatened to continue this outrageous practice on other school staff for defending the First Amendment, Amendment rights of all students and their parents. So there you have some of the back and forth from the most recent Santa Rosa County School Board meeting. It was about two weeks ago. I uh, appreciate Channel 3 covering this a little bit and got me aware that I wanted to go back and watch a meeting that I had not watched because I don't watch all the school board meetings. Uh, you know, I, I, I just don't have time to watch every. I try. Okay, I try. But school board is one that sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Um, it's usually profitable to do so, but again, you know, there are only 25 hours in the day, right? That's my, my clock says. Anyway, um, so Susan Creel, who is uh, offering her support of the school district, and before that you had Maria Calkins, uh, the wife of Commissioner James Calkins, and uh, one of the um, chief people for Moms for Liberty talking about how, you know, look, this concept of uh, young adult fiction. Well, they're not young adults. They're still minors. And she's right, absolutely right about that. Young adult is a uh, fictional category for fiction that um, gives you the impression that these are, you know, adults in little bodies or something like that. But the rules are still under 18 is under 18. Uh, you might ha allow them to have exposure to different kinds of content than an even younger person. But they're not young adults. They're really old children. <laughs> young adult is kind of a lie of a category. So I agree with her about that. Um, as far as which books ought to be in the school, which books ought to be removed, um, there's a whole lot of complicated nuance to how the law actually works. The short version is that when somebody complains about a book, they fill out a, file, a form, uh, a reconsideration form, and then the school district is supposed to remove that book and then evaluate whether that book is outright pornographic, which means it cannot be in any library for any minor to have access to under law, or whether it's some other violation of House Bill 1069, and there's a little bit of complication here to figure out whether it does or does not violate. And then, of course, the question is, it might be uh, suitable for use at some libraries, like for high schools, but not elementary or middle. And so then having to make that decision, then, you know, there's other things that go into this as well. But that's the kind of the short version of it. Well, the Moms for Liberty and some of their supporters were at the school board meeting to um, basically threaten the school board that they needed to get, and the superintendent that they need to get rid of some books, some books from which they read excerpts, the excerpts of which were horrible, that were clearly not things that ought to be read by any student of any age under the age of 18, including this 33 Snowfish book, which I have not read, 
But I have read the summary, and I have learned a little bit about it, and re- I've heard some of the excerpts, and I thought, yeah, that's not a book that any kid ought to be reading. Um, and not at the school library. Now, you want to let your kid read something that's uh, mature? Okay. I mean, I read things as a kid that I would not let my kids read. My parents were much more permissive than we have been. But that's an individual parent choice. That's not something that you put in the school, right? And they want to buy it at a bookstore. You want to get it at a, um, you know, even at the public library. Okay. But not at the school. And by the way, Michael Thorpe, um, who is the, uh, what is he, the uh, assistant superintendent for curriculum and instruction, uh, he gave a really good introduction just kind of talking through this process and what the status is of books in Santa Rosa County. I thought this was useful. It's also worth noting here, as you see, that a book, once a book is, sometimes a book is checked out, if we receive a, re, a valid reconsideration document, we discover the book has been checked out, we immediately start trying to get the book back in. At the second we find out that we have a valid reconsideration. Yeah, because books on the shelf can be pulled, books that are not on the shelf, well, you got to find the book. But sometimes it can look to a casual observer like there is a book in the system that is checked out and the school district isn't doing anything about it. That could be because the book is actually checked out to employees of the school district who are tasked with doing the review. Certain titles are being checked out from the staff, so they look like they're checked out, but they're checked out from the staff for the review process. And so sort of first level uh, investigation might tell you, oh my God, that book's still in circulation, when the truth is it's not, it, it's just that the staff are reading it. And then so the question is, well, how many students are we talking about? What are the levels of access? On November 13th, we had 30,000 students, 30,000 and change. We have access for every parent to go into the Focus Parent Portal and to choose what specific access they want for their student. They want limited access. They want no access. They, the parent is in control of that. And the same thing in Escambia County, by the way. Parents are in control. You get to decide uh, you know, who, what your student has access to or not. How many are using the restricted access levels? We'll tell you in just a second. Jake's got traffic on the fires before that. Jake? Okay, we're looking good around town so far. No major accidents or slowdowns reported uh, 98 through Navarre and Gulf Breeze is flowing. I-10 and I-110 is at posted speeds. Looking at Highway 29 through Cantonment, no slowdowns there. And uh, Highway 90 through Milton into Pace, uh, we're looking good there as well. If you see anything out there this morning, let us know. 437-1620. This is News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Jake. So back to this conversation about school books in the, in the libraries and public schools. And... For me, whenever I'm dealing with a problem, I always want to ask some basic questions. And the, one of the most basic questions is, okay, if there's a problem, how widespread is the problem? Right? How much of a problem are we dealing with here? Because, look, even a couple of dozen loud people at a school board meeting doesn't mean that there's a widespread problem in the school district. It might be. It might not be. You know, it can seem like if you're in the school board meeting and there's 50 people there who are all upset at you, that can feel like the end of the world. But then again, you know, there's 180,000 people in Santa Rosa County. (laughs) You know, so 50 seems like a lot, and it might be. They might be very representative. They might also be very unrepresentative. That might be the extremely vocal minority. Okay, so, uh, and also you have two questions here. One is the how many people are affected or how serious is the problem in terms of numbers of people who are concerned? And then, you know, how many books, how much material? You know, millions of books in the, in the school library system, how many of them are a problem? Well, the goal should be zero, right? But are we talking like, you know, there's 10,000 
pornographic materials. There's a thousand. There's twenty. You know, there's three. I mean, you know, right? For example, this book, uh, Thirty-Three Snowfish. Uh, it was in two high schools, and it had already been discontinued because of lack of circulation, like none of the kids cared. So how much of a problem is that? Well, if you read the excerpts from the book, it can seem like, oh, my God, what in the world? How could this ever be in a school? And I agree. But when it's, you know, two copies that never get checked out in two high schools, you're like, well, you know. <laughs> is this wartime? Is that what we're all about? So anyway, back to Michael Thorpe, giving you a sense of the scope of the issue. Based on how parents have responded to having the ability to set level of access for their children. On November 13th, we had 30,000 students, 30,000 and change. We have access for every parent to go into the Focus Parent Portal and to choose what specific access they want for their student. They want limited access. They want no access. They, the parent is in control of that. Okay, so and I, I may have played that clip already. I apologize. Uh, but that's your 30,000 students, and they have a choice. How many of them are using the choice to restrict access for their students? 51 students have limited access of the 30,000. There are no students in Santa Rosa County that the parent has said, I don't want them to have any access. 51 out of 30,000. So this is of people who are restricting access for their students to materials in, in the school library, which is absolutely their right. How significant is the problem if it's 50 parents that are restricting access? Now, what Maria Calkins argued in the meeting was the warnings that these parents get or the information that they have about what's actually in the library, they don't understand the danger. That's why we read the paragraphs from the books, because they allow their kids to have full access, trusting that no no media specialist would let this kind of filth in the school system, right? That That's their argument. And that's fair, too. How many parents really are aware of what's in at least some of these books, allegedly. That's a fair point. But again, 51 students out of 30,000 is not a lot in terms of significant. And those parents are already accomplishing for their students what they want to do. And the other 929,949 <laughs> students, the parents either don't know or don't care, right? Or do care and do know and say it's okay for them to have access to whatever. We believe that paints a picture of what's going on in our media centers and what parents want to have in our media centers. Quite frankly, they want their child to have access to the media center. Which, that's what it seems like. So, uh, Karen Barber, the superintendent, you know, she says, look, I don't have any problem with these reconsideration forms. That can be helpful to us. Several meetings ago, during my comments, I made the statement that many of the reconsideration forms were certainly valid, that there were portions of books that were not age appropriate for students and those needed to be removed. So I have no problem with a citizen, a resident of our county, a parent or an employee submitting a book reconsideration form, none whatsoever, and here's why. There's so many books over so much time that things can get in there because individuals make choices in acquiring materials that they think will be useful for kids, usually high school kids, okay? And then later on, we realize, oh, that shouldn't be in there, and it's actually helpful to have somebody tell you that. Our library collections have been built over decades. We have one librarian in each of our schools. 
we could close the library completely and their whole job could be just going through every book, but then we'd remove access to our libraries for our students and that we cannot do. So we have to balance running the library, leaving the library open, simultaneously reviewing books. Right. I mean, this is one of the big challenges, trying to figure all that stuff out. And she says, help us. Work with us. We are willing. But, you know, the perception of the uh, the people who are asking for these books to be removed and they're angry and frustrated is they'll say, well, we didn't know. And it looks like when we try to get solutions to this, you're resisting. You're hiding things from us is how they feel. My experience with the Santa Rosa County School District hasn't been that way, but that's what they say. So if you're angry and frustrated and you feel like the school is secretly trying to put filth in your kids' hands, you get angry too. If that's the narrative that you believe about things. And what Dr. Barber is saying is just come work with us. You know, we had a parent who was not a parent came and said that this book was in the schools in the elementary. They didn't have a kid. The book wasn't in the elementary school. Everything they said was a lie. So, you know, just work with us. We're here. Now, I, you know, I... I have asked for books to be removed from a library system. I, I remember one time I, um, I, I checked out a, what I thought was a documentary. The details don't matter, but I, there was a, I thought it was a documentary. And I'm watching it, and I'm like, oh, no, <laughs> this is not. And it was just in the public library. No, this isn't a school library, public library. So I t- took it back there, and I said, y'all have a form <laughs> for when a, something shouldn't be in the library? She's like, yeah. And so I wrote, and I said, hey, this is pretty nasty. This is not something and they look oh yeah no you're right we just ordered the because that happens with ordering so many things yeah from from personal experience uh, just a side note if they're worried about pornography and you know access to to materials that they don't want for their kids this is something i've i've learned firsthand through my family they will steal an old iphone or an old (laughs) smartphone from their parents or from their brother or sister they'll get it they'll bring it to school and they'll actually rent it to all their friends so when your children come home, they might have an iPhone from one of their friends in their bag that they've rented for the week for whatever price or whatever, you know, candy or food or whatever. And then they have access to any porn that they want, uh, access to people who are online, maybe predators. And the parents never know that, that, that their child had access to an iPhone or something that's unmonitored for that long. You mean kids are crafty and nefarious? And exactly. I mean, so, I don't know, but uh, when, when we were kids, people passed around... Stuff at school. Magazines, yeah. Just say stuff at school. Scraps of magazines. That's exactly right. (laughs) Because, you know, that doesn't justify it being in the library. I'm just saying you think, like, we're going to ban a book or something from the library, and therefore we're going to protect the kids. The the energy they're spending looking for these books that aren't actually even checked out. It's just, yeah, it's just Uh, scary. So, again, the problem is for real. The significance is in doubt. You do have the option to opt your kids out. Somebody texted me and said, I didn't even realize that you could opt your kid out for or, or restrict access to the library. Well, now you know. Okay, now you know. Uh, 625, let's uh, get a quick traffic before we go to a break. Jake? Okay, not seeing any major slowdowns or accidents out there yet. I-10 and I-110 is flowing. Highway 98 through Gulf Breeze and Navarre, no accidents. Uh, Highway 87 uh, going through Holly. Where I don't see any slowdowns or anything in the road there. Uh, also, Highway 90 through Pace and Milton, uh, not seeing any accidents reported as of yet. If you do see something out there, let us know. 437-1620. This is News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. The Volkswagen signed-in drive event returns to Feedmore Imports. And that means with zero down payment, zero due at signing, zero security deposit, and zero first-month payment, you can lease the 2024 VW Atlas, Atlas Cross Sport, Tiguan, or Taos at Feedmore Imports today. 
And as the year comes to a close, enjoy even more savings when you purchase the 2023 Jetta SE. Now from 26,536. The 2023 Taos from 25,281. Or the 2023 Tiguan S. Now on sale from 28,546. So whether you sign and drive a 2024 Atlas, Atlas Cross Sport, Tiguan or Taos, or enjoy end-of-year savings on select 2023 models, Pete Moore has the VW for you to drive home today. Pete Moore Imports is at 106 New Warrington Road, Pensacola. Elevate your brand with custom engraved gifts and products from Prim and Proper. Your clear choice for all brand and product needs. Locally owned and trusted, Prim and Proper offers custom engravings for promotional and gift items for your business. They also have so many unique gifts to choose from, including engraved drinkware, cutting boards, tumblers, water bottles, slate decor, and more to inspire you the moment you walk through the door. They're also the only local retailer for Sandhopper electric beach carts. PrimandProper.com for more. That's PrimIndProper.com. The Port of Pensacola is more than just a name. It's a powerhouse of economic opportunities, a strategic location that sparks growth and prosperity, contributing significantly to the local and regional economy with 23 incredible businesses that call this port home. Big names like C-Max Materials, GE Wind Energy, and soon the prestigious American Magic Sailing Team. Since 1754, the Port of Pensacola has been the driving force behind Northwest Florida's economic success. Explore more at portofpensacola.com. You know what you want to do in retirement, but do you know how to get there? Tune in to What Your Money Would Say with Andrew McNair of Swan Capital, Saturdays at 1, to get answers to your retirement planning questions. Plan today so you can do all the things you've dreamt about doing in retirement. Don't miss What Your Money Would Say with Andrew McNair, Saturdays at 1. Firm offers insurance services. Advisory services offered through Swan Capital, LLC. Guy Benson, keeping you informed of the news every day at 2, right after Mark Van Camp and Robbins on News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable. I am indeed a cat, and this indeed is a hat. And no, that was not the booking question. 628 on News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Ben Scola Morning News. David Wayne's in the newsroom with our headlines. David? Intuit is uh, adding generative AI-powered tax prep features to TurboTax this year. Uh, the company is unveiling their new AI-enhanced version of uh, their tax prep, tax prep software uh, here in a couple of days on November 30th. Florida and California, Andrew, ranked as a couple of the deadliest states for bicyclists, according to new data from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Apparently, there were 805 cyclist deaths between 2017 and 2021, and California came in second on the list. All right, David, thanks so much for the update. 629 on News Radio 92.3. Israel and Hamas continue to exchange hostages. They've agreed to a truce for two more days to free more hostages on that basic three to one ratio. Uh, between them, which continues to me to be uh, good news. If both sides are willing, uh, then there you go. Um, no, I'm not getting into that right now. <laughs> oh, did, did you, this might be the weirdest story of the day. Did you see that they arrested a guy on the It's a Small World ride in uh, Disneyland? Um, oh, no. Yeah. Let's just say that when you're riding It's a Small World, 
it's not an invitation to take your clothes off. <laughs> but for him it was. And uh, he was wandering around with just his, his briefs on for a while. And then apparently that got to be too much for him to carry. So uh, <laughs> he was wandering around with nothing at all. And they hauled him out. And would it surprise you to know that apparently drugs were involved? Oh. Yeah. So one wonders if it really was a small world, though. News. I'm Chris Foster. 11 more Hamas hostages are released as part of a ceasefire deal that's been extended at least through tomorrow. They were flown here to the Ichilov Hospital in the center part of Tel Aviv, nine of them children. And we know that they are from the same small community of Niroz taken into Gaza on October 7th. All of them have fathers that are being held inside Gaza. Fox's Trey Yanks, 33 more Palestinians held in Israel are freed in this latest round of exchanges. Some New York City high school students are suspended over a pro-Palestinian rally targeting a teacher. That teacher had to lock herself inside an office away from those kids. New York City School Chancellor David Banks saying an undisclosed number of students at Hillcrest High School are now getting suspended for organizing a protest against a teacher who posted a picture of herself at a pro-Israel rally. Fox's Marianne Rafferty, the school's chancellor, says some of those students used the protest as an excuse to act out rather than actually support a cause. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning, 631 at News Radio 92.3. I'm David Wayne. Right now it is partly cloudy, 44 degrees in Pensacola. An arrest has been made in connection to an investigation over whether money was stolen involving the Pine Forest High School cheerleading program. According to Channel 3, 38-year-old Cedriana Brooks-Hill was arrested yesterday and faces charges of grand theft and fraud. Brooks-Hill, a volunteer cheerleading coach, received $2,600 on cash app from another coach. That was supposed to go to the school's bookkeeper. Instead, that money was allegedly sent to family members. While Pine Forest reported another $4,500 missing, investigators have not tied that money to Brooks-Hill. The Santa Rosa County Sheriff's Office says a federal inmate that was being housed at the county jail died over the weekend after a use-of-force incident involving a deputy. A press release from the Sheriff's Office didn't identify the inmate or provide many details as to what led to that use-of-force. A spokesperson for the Sheriff's Office did say the deputy's use-of-force was normal and not deadly force. The incident happened on Sunday morning. The inmate was in FBI custody, the death now being investigated by... FDLE. This week, two of the country's most well-known governors face off in a televised debate. Florida Governor and Republican presidential candidate Ron DeSantis will clash with California Democratic Governor Gavin Newsom on Thursday night. Fox News host Sean Hannity will moderate the 90-minute debate in Georgia. Hannity says the debate will focus on the contrast of ideas between red state Florida and blue state California. I'm Rick Hoshul. State Representative Alex Andrade has let the We Are Perdido group know that their effort to incorporate won't be on the 2024 ballot. Andrade tells News Radio that he actually let the group know that several weeks ago. I gave him the opportunity to publicly ask that I pull the bill, um, do more due diligence and public engagement, but I never got a, a response or confirmation back from them that they would do that. So. Uh, you know, faced with about four weeks delay and uh, a decision like this, I just I felt it was important to to let folks know that this won't be on the ballot. Andrade says after reviewing the feasibility study, there were significant changes that needed to be made to the proposal, and he believed those changes should be made by Perdido residents 
and not by legislators. Well, now that the Thanksgiving holiday is over, pressure from the White House is going to be turned up on Congress to approve spending aid for Ukraine, Israel, and, of course, the southern border. Congressman Matt Gates says each of those issues needs to be taken up separately. I think we should all responsibly acknowledge that they deserve their own dignity. The problem is most Republicans don't support continuing U.S. involvement in Ukraine. That becomes a political weight. And most Americans do support continuing uh, to keep our close alliance with Israel well-resourced and on the right track. And the White House is asking for $106 billion with the goal of having that approved by Christmas. Republicans are split on whether to send more aid to Ukraine. Gates says the issues at the southern border aren't really a money problem, but more of a policy problem. It is 635 at News Radio 92.3. Let's get a look at our traffic on the fives. Jake, what are you seeing? Uh, nothing too bad out there this morning. Uh, if you're headed out to Navarre, uh, Highway 98 eastbound between the Taco Bell and uh, when you get up to the light at Whispering Pines Boulevard, it's going to be a little bit slow right there. It looks like something may have happened in front of the Dunkin' Donuts. Uh, I'm still researching that. Otherwise, um, looking good in Gulf Breeze for 98. Uh, Highway 90 through Milton and Pace is looking good. Uh, no slowdowns on 10 or I-10, uh, I-110, and uh, looks like uh, Highway 29 is looking good as well uh, through all the traffic lights there. If you do see anything slowing you down this morning, let me know. 437-1620. This is News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. It is going to be a very chilly day today. Temperatures starting out in the 40s, warming up in the afternoon into the 50s for our highs. Overnight tonight, getting back into the 30s and 40s for your lows. As you go into your Wednesday, another chilly one. Temperature is going to be struggling to get into that 60-degree mark, 58 degrees for your high overall, and back in the 40s as you go overnight. This is Burke Richardson for the First Morning Weather Center. Right now, 44 in Pensacola, 45 in Gulf Breeze, 44 in Milton. Your next news at 7. Breaking news anytime. I'm David Wayne, News Radio 92.3. I'm Jennifer Koshenko with your Money Now. Shein, the China-founded online fashion company that won over hundreds of millions of shoppers around the world, has confidentially filed to go public in the U.S. in what could be one of the biggest IPOs in years. The company, now based in Singapore, was valued at about $66 billion in a fundraising round in May and is likely to aim for an even higher valuation in an IPO. Shein has disrupted the clothing industry with its on-trend $5 skirts and $9 jeans in the past few years. The 11-year-old company is now one of its largest fashion brands in the world. Walmart is adding parcel stations to its stores to make the last-minute delivery process faster and more efficient. The retailer says the stations are like a mini post office that receives and delivers packages. Walmart plans to have more than 40 parcel stations in its stores by the end of the year, and some are already in operation. With the new capability, packages in Walmart centers are transported more easily. That's your Money Now. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for the needle in the haystack four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day ZipRecruiter 
the smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Splash Magazine covers the coast like the Gulf of Mexico. Each month, Splash Magazine offers a calendar of events, plus tips on where to shop, dine, and play. Learn about the month's special events, live entertainment, and interesting local people. Learn how to catch fish with Captain Dave Yelverton. See what is worth watching on your streaming services. Tom Nolan will tell you the latest. Find out how to dress for the changing Florida weather with Dan Wells. Get the most out of the Emerald Coast by reading Splash Magazine each month. For more information, call Gulf Breeze News at 850-932-8986 or visit gulfbreezenews.com online. Hi, I'm Terrence A. Gross. As many of you know, I am a local board-certified personal injury lawyer, and I have practiced in this community for almost 40 years. Our law firm handles only people that have been injured due to the negligence of another. Join me this Wednesday at 1030 on Pep Talk as we discuss all aspects of personal injury law. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Hi, I'm Steve Taylor, and as I light my Hanukkah menorah, I'd like to wish everybody a happy Hanukkah. Also, a Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. From all of us at News Radio 92.3. Hey, everybody, this is Austin Price, co host of Pensacola Right Now from 4 to 7, wanting to wish you both a Merry Christmas and a very Happy New Year on behalf of News Radio 92.3. Merry Christmas. News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Pensacola Morning News. Joining us now, a uh, lady who indeed wields the, the sledgehammer of uh, overseeing Florida law, the Attorney General of the state of Florida, Ashley Moody. General, welcome back to the Pensacola Morning News. Good to have you. Oh, great to be with you. Thank you so much. Absolutely. So we have a lot of things that we can cover with you, but one I wanted to start with is you just did a big press conference because at this time of year, Consumers are always at risk of being defrauded, of being harassed, of falling victim to all kinds of schemes and traps and things that bad people are trying to do. Tell us about some of the advice you've got for people right now this time of year. Yeah, this is such a great topic for you to cover with your listeners because everybody is uh, you know, caught up in the hustle and bustle of the holiday season. So many people are buying gifts for family and friends. You know, yesterday was Cyber Monday. Which, which is really a misnomer because I think Cyber Monday gets extended all throughout this week. Right. Um, but yesterday was Cyber Monday, and just in that one day, they projected $11 billion would be spent. Uh, throughout the holiday season, we expect $957 billion, and we expect it to break records in terms of how much Americans are spending during the holiday season. And what that means for the bad guys out there is anytime people are rushed and making large purchases, um, it, during this time of year, it is so much easier to convince someone to hand over their hard-earned money to a criminal. Uh, we see this time and time again. The most common schemes we're seeing, you know, using online, using technology, is people trying to appear as a large retailer, such as Amazon or UPS or 
uh, Target or in saying there's a problem with your account and we've suspended it. And they'll do this through text message or email, maybe even a phone call. And they need you to immediately respond and they're going to ask for private information. Sometimes they ask you to get a gift card or use a Bitcoin ATM to fix the problem. And people are so caught up in doing things quickly because they want to get certain deals that they fall prey to this. Oftentimes we also see the bank imposter scam where folks may put a certain bank in an area because they know a telephone number is in that area and send text messages or emails or phone calls and they'll say, this is your bank. There's an unusual amount of activity and we need you to call right away or respond to this text and give us information so we can fix that problem. Well, they're just taking a chance that somebody's spending a lot of money and sometimes they'll even put a specific bank in there hoping that that small percentage of people that respond will be like, believe it more because it puts their bank, right? Right, right. Um, so in, your in Wells a, in Fargo I, I dot, dot, dot. Well, I don't have a Wells Fargo account, so I know it's a scam, but anybody who's got a Wells Fargo account pays attention because they got a Wells Fargo be, account. Yeah. If they, if they have my text, if they have my cell phone number and they've said my bank, this is probably legitimate, so I'm going to respond. And so, you know, and I stress, this has happened to people of, all kinds of education levels. Right. Like these are p- people that are related to law enforcement officers, people that are related to me. Like, you know, they, they are like, is this real? I'm like, of course not. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's just, it's just, they're so good at adjusting, using technology, adjusting the scams for the particular time of year. And people are so you know caught up in making sure they're getting everything done. This happens. So it seems to me I like, stress, you know, please, I was just going to say, it seems to me like yeah, historically I, I, the person who is the most vulnerable is the person who genuine, genuinely has, you know, I mean, elderly we talk about quite a bit, but it's people who think they can't be gotten because they don't have their defenses up. And it's good for people to remember anybody can be gotten and, you know, paying attention a lot all the time doesn't make you invulnerable. It makes you sort of less vulnerable. You know, things like the A being right. swapped out from the English to the Cyrillic in the website address, or as your office pointed out, you know, fake phone numbers on fake websites designed to look like, you know, Chase Bank or whatever. And you go there thinking, oh, I found the phone number, when in fact you found what they set up to give you a false phone number so that you would call them. I mean, it's crazy the extent people exactly, go to. Exactly, exactly. Yes. And so, and you know, of course, we have people that want to take, if, if unfortunately someone falls victim, you know, we have, we want you to call law enforcement. We want you to report it. But if folks can be on guard on the up end, that really is the best way to protect yourself. So we advise people during the holidays, don't ever be rushed. You know, no one's going to call you and demand quick action with a gift card or, or to give personal information. Like, take your time. Don't, don't respond to that number. Go online. The safest way really is to download an app and get the number off the app that you download because people are setting up fake websites. So very important to don't just Google the number. Make sure you go to a last known bill or go to an app. Don't buy from an unknown company. You can go to Better Business Bureau, BBB.org, and check and see if it's a legitimate company. That's always a great way. No legitimate business or banking institution is going to call and demand payment to fix an account problem. That's just not going to happen. So know that up front. And then never be... if. If something happens and you are taken advantage of, don't be ashamed to notify law enforcement. That's the only way we can stop other victims from being scammed. Sometimes we have the ability to to go in, even if the offender is overseas, which oftentimes happens with these um, technology scams, 
we have things that we can do. So it's important to call local law enforcement or you can report it to Florida uh, Department of Law Enforcement. That will help us uh, help you and to stop others from being victimized. And we just had the uh, the FBI offices in North Florida just put out an alert yesterday about fake Israel-Palestine uh, charity fundraising organizations that are fraudulent. And, you know, it's just another example of the lengths that people will go to. We're talking to a Florida Attorney General, Ashley Moody. Uh, General, hang on for just a second. Let me get a quick traffic report in here from Jake with Traffic on the Fives. Well, we're looking good out there this morning. No major accidents or slowdowns reported. Um, Cervantes is flowing smoothly. Bayfront Parkway checks in without delays. Highway 90 is clear from Milton into Pace. Nine Mile not showing any issues. Mobile uh, Highway is clear uh, through Beulah and Pensacola. I-10 and I-110 at posted speeds. This traffic report is brought to you by Torgerson Causey Insurance Benefits. If you need help with planning your business benefits, let Torgerson Causey help lead the way. Go to tcbenefitsgroup.com. If you see anything out there this morning, text me, 437. 1620. This is News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Jake. Back to Florida Attorney General Ashley Moody. General, I know your office has been involved in all kinds of things. Obviously, Florida has been very proactive in passing legislation that has been challenged in the courts, everything from abortion restrictions to working on social media to, I mean, just, you know, all kinds of things that the uh, legislature and the governor are, are trying to do. I wanted to ask you just briefly, maybe, if you have a chance. There was a report out in the Wall Street Journal and the New York Times came out this week, uh, disclosed documents indicating that Meta, the Facebook and Instagram parent company, deliberately used child psychology to try to trap, entice, trick, incentivize, get juveniles to participate in their online platform and to hook them, essentially, like drug dealers or cigarette manufacturers back in the day. When I read this news, I thought, well, duh. <laughs> I mean, we know this, but this is all part and parcel of what's been going on with social media as there was an old documentary uh, called The Merchants of Cool, and they described it as colonizing the next generation for marketing professionals. That's what social media companies do in order to create their next audience, right? So this is a great topic to bring up. I think parents around the nation, certainly in Florida, I'm one of them, of young children, have, you know, said, what is happening with technology and how has it suddenly taken over my child's attention span and life? We have been in an investigation, as you know, for many years, determining whether this was done with intention or the technology companies understanding the affects on children, the addiction to social media, the health and mental health effects, both physical and mental health effects on children. And knowing all of this, did they still create algorithms and other things to bring children back, get them addicted. And so after a long investigation, and of course we we worked in tandem with with many folks across the nation, as you know, uh, Florida, uh, our office launched an an action against Meta, alleging exactly what you said, understanding the affects on our children and that they were becoming addicted and that they were having these um, health effects. They they kept um, designing code and other algorithms to keep them coming back. Of course, this, we see this played out in many times in many families with, with, with serious um, mental health and physical effects on children, and that action will play out in court. Obviously, there are numerous actions around the nation, but this is really something that leaders are going to have to grapple with. Obviously, obviously, we want there to be a free market. We want people to create jobs. We want there to be a use of technology that is good and helpful 
um, lets people live their lives in a more efficient way. I can tell you, as a mother of a school-age child trying to be the Attorney General, technology has helped me a lot uh, do that. But we also have to make sure that we are holding people accountable if they are using it in ways that is harming uh, our children and other, other vulnerable populations and that people don't know um, if, if, it, if they're doing this knowingly and the consumers don't know this. That's a real issue. And I see that I see, you're going to see that play out all over uh, the nation because we're now seeing the results and the effects of technology as it has just exploded yeah. uh, in ways that it has used in the last decade. I mean, it's, it's just, it's, you can't be surprised that something that is so desirable by them and used by them would carry some kinds of consequences, whether that's just displacing time spent on other activities or changing brain architecture and the way they develop at that young age when their brains are far more plastic and they're genuinely changing the developmental structure of the brain because of the way you interact with these screens. Um, And I know sometimes people get so focused on, well, is the content they're looking at PG content, R content, or G content? Well, just the looking at the screen can be the content, and the same thing with social media. It's not always just whether they're looking at bad stuff on Instagram. It's the looking at Instagram itself that can have the effect. And I'm glad you guys are really working on this because this is such important stuff for the, the future of our kids. Uh, we're, God, we always run out of time when we're talking to you. Uh, Florida Attorney General Ashley Moody, um, thank you so much for uh, working on behalf of the state, working on behalf of the laws that the citizens of this uh, state support, and for protecting our kids and for protecting our consumers from fraud. I appreciate it. Keep up the good work. We'll talk to you again soon. Absolutely. Great to be with you. Have a great day. Thank you so much. 651 here on News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. An affiliated insurance reminder that open enrollment for health insurance starts November 1st. This year, enroll in a Florida Blue plan. Get personalized support from an appointed Florida Blue agent. Their agents are trained to help you find a health plan that fits your lifestyle and budget, not theirs. It's about finding the right plan for you and not the pricing. Call 850-477-5840 to schedule an appointment with your Florida Blue agent today. Policies have limitations. Health insurance from Blue Cross Blue Shield, Florida, Inc., BBA, Florida, Blue. Some days I cover up because of my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Now I'm hitting the road with clearer skin thanks to Sky Rizzy, Rizemkism of Rizza, a prescription-only 150 milligram injection for adults who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy. With Sky Rizzy, three out of four people achieved 90% clearer skin at four months. And Sky Rizzy is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Don't use if allergic to SkyRizzy. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. Thanks to SkyRizzy, there's nothing on my skin. And that means everything. your doctor today about Sky Rizzy, the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis. And visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKY-RIZZY to learn more. What's fun and happening in Pensacola? You'll find out as the City of Pensacola Parks and Recreation Department talks about it here on the Pensacola Expert Panel today as they detail what's going on in your resource centers, parks, recreation programs, and at the Community Maritime Park. It's a great month to get out and play, Pensacola. Tune in today at 1030. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. This is Lewis Bear wishing you a safe and happy holidays. 
please don't text and drive or drink and drive. Well, in a few weeks, Cat Country celebrates their 20th anniversary. And on behalf of the Apple Yard Agency, who's been around over 60 years, we want to wish you the happy anniversary and the best holidays possible. We love our partnership with Cat Country. This is Will with Hill Kelly Dodge wishing you a happy holiday from our family to yours. Tune in to News Radio Pensacola today and stay informed about what's happening in your community. We're here to keep you connected. News Radio Pensacola, informative, local, dependable. Per gallon of gas, 324. Florida averages 309. We're almost there. Three dollars is not a celebration. Anyway, uh, Mississippi has 276. California's 488. If you're in Navarre, 266 east and west at the Walmart, 269 foot of the Garcon Point Bridge. Back under three bucks at the Exxon and Gulf Breeze. Briefly above it yesterday. Uh, 271 in Milton at the Raceway. Same at the Pea Ridge Murphy. Same at several stations through. Pays 269 on nine mile at the Walmart. Uh, 267 at the Murphy in front of the Walmart on US 29. And then coming in from the southwest side, looks like 271 at the Navy. Murphy, 655 on News Radio 92.3. Jake has traffic on the fives. Jake? Well, we're looking pretty good out there this morning. No major accidents or slowdowns reported at this time. Highway 98 is flowing through Gulf Breeze and Navarre. Highway 90 in Milton and Pace, uh, no accidents there. Highway 29 at posted speeds. I-10 and I-110 is flowing smoothly as well. This traffic report is brought to you by Discover. Introducing Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback. Eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank member FDIC. If you see anything out there, have some traffic tips for us this morning. 437-1620 is our traffic tip line. News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Jake. David Wayne's in the newsroom with our headlines. David? Well, Wisconsin Governor Tony Evers' office is defending a secret government email account. number of reports yesterday confirmed Evers had been using an email under the name Warren Spahn. His office says that <laughs> allowed him to communicate with top At state At least officials. it's not Carlos Danger. I mean, come right. on now. Uh, Republican lawmakers there in Wisconsin say he doesn't need a secret email account, uh, so they want to see the 17,000 emails sent from it. Yeah. Bizarre there. Uh, President Biden and First Lady Jill Biden said to attend a tribute service today in Georgia for uh, former First Lady Rosalind Carter. Also on hand will be uh, former President Jimmy Carter, uh, and he'll be in attendance despite being in hospice care himself. And uh, there's a new record for the world's oldest skydiver, 106-year-old World War II veteran Al Blaschke went skydiving in Texas yesterday, and he was joined by Texas Governor Greg Abbott. The two apparently made separate tandem jumps, but it wasn't his first time skydiving. Apparently, he uh, he went for the first time when he turned 100 back in 2017 and uh, went again in 2020 as well. Whenever I always have the same wrong thought whenever I hear this. I always feel like at 100, you're like, why not? <laughs> yeah. What could go wrong you know, at this point? I you mean, know? you know. <laughs> what's 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 the I mean, you know, I don't want things to go wrong, but if they do, yeah, yeah. I did pretty well. <laughs> David, thanks for the update. And like I know statistically skydiving is actually very, very, very safe, unless you do it in France. That story yesterday. 657 on News Radio 923. Awful story, by the way. Uh hey, if you um 
if you've heard me talk about Pelican drones before, you might have thought, I don't. What do I need with with the drone footage of anything? Okay, well, let me give you some examples. All right, because you, I know they get, that's kind of your thought, um, and not just drone, by the way, but ground-based footage as well. Pelican drones is a comprehensive video production company. Like they will shoot the video, they will edit it, they will mix it, they will produce everything you want, and then you own it when they're done. They make a product for you. And so, for example, let's say you're selling a boat, and you want to. Give somebody a picture of what the boat looks like from the side, from above, from inside, with 3D imaging so they can walk around it virtually on their computer. They can do that. they got a thing called Matterport, 3D walk-around immersive imaging. Um, you've got a restaurant, and you want to promote it online with some social media content. Oh, they do that all the time. You want to create a documentary record of your house inside and out in case there's a hurricane. Easy. You want to find out, uh, you know, when you're building the house. you got the studs up, and you got all the electrical and the conduit and piping and all in, but you don't have the drywall in Take that same Matterport technology, do a scan, and then later on, you know, 10 years from now, when you want to, you know, put a hole in a wall, you know which hole not to put because you know where the pipes and stuff are. I mean, that kind of stuff. They have all kinds of applications. So anything for video creation, video capture, um, you know, protecting your assets or creating images of them, Pelican Drones, pelicandrones.com. 659 here on News Radio 92.3. A very quick future news here. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's right. Um, <laughs> Well, Kerry Smith win his lawsuit, uh, alleged, you know, basically alleging that he was maligned uh, in this this mail that went out. Uh, the new version of the lawsuit against Ed Henry. No. No, I think he's going to win. Oh. Um, well, Perdido, is Perdido Incorporation dead now, dead forever, or... Just gonna, now. I think it'll come back in yeah. a year or two. I think they'll try it again, yeah. You're listening to News Radio 92.3, WNRP Golf Free's Milton, Pensacola.